Hello, everyone. Welcome to She's an Outlander, a podcast dedicated to the television show Outlander. My name is Stacy, And I'm Brittany. And welcome. Hello. Hello. How's it going, everyone? Yes. Good morning. Good afternoon. I, good evening. <laughs> I've been on so many like Zoom calls today that I was expecting someone to answer back. I know. I was, How's waiting, it going? I was like, I'm just going to fill that in for you. How's it going, everyone? <laughs> oh, wait. You can't respond. Oh, well. That's an indication of how today's gonna go. Um, okay, after a strong start. <laughs> after a strong start, both Brittany and I are like getting sick. So yep. f- for me, at least, it, uh, so far it's not the COVID. I took a test last night, negative. I was saying, I well, I saw. I was telling Steve, so I had a nap for from like I went to like one thirty. I like was crashing one thirty four thirty. Just slept, and then I woke up and I was like, my throat's starting to hurt a little, and I'm like, I should probably take one of those tests. Mm it's so hard my throat started hurting like tuesday like when or wednesday thursday my throat was so sore waking up and then um and then yesterday night it was like the full-blown like cold stripe kind of started to come in i was like oh no i hate taking those rapid tests i know like such an awful time like i have to psych myself up to like like, my nose i know like my eyes water and made me sneeze well, and when you're already like sneezing and yeah, it's just not like to shove that up there. It's just not a good time. Anyway, <laughs> anyone bargained for this uh, conversation? Maybe not. I don't know. Um, just but... know we're not on our A game, and our A game is well. At least I'll speak for myself. My A game isn't an A game, anyways, by most people's standards. So just everyone, your A game, low expectations is. I can't think. Of I was like, your A game is acceptable i don't know i can't it's acceptable um i could have said amazing wow that's you know acceptable is probably a better rating (laughs) anyway (laughs) okay so um before this gets too loopy okay so this we're gonna go into um, episode 510 yeah. My gosh, because yeah, we did nine last time. That was we Monsters did. and Heroes. That was a snake bite episode. Did Which, you have good? Did you have good snake dreams? No. And then do you know what else happened? What the lady got eaten by the snake? Oh, I saw that. I guess who sent me that article? I thought it was My an mother. anaconda. I thought it was no, an it was anaconda. A, it was a python. I'm pretty sure it's a 22 foot python. Don't look it up, Brittany. I know. Well, my mother sent it to me right before I went to bed at like 9 p.m. on Tuesday. I saw it Tuesday. on Twitter. I saw it on Twitter the other yeah. day. Yeah. Or Wednesday night. I don't know. Thanks, mom, for that. It was nightmare inducing. You're like, no. It was yeah. a lot of snakes this week. She like went missing and people went yeah, and searched for like, her. And... She was done with work and they like just found her like one shoe and a spade. And then there was this big, well, cause and my mom said, it's like, it's not like they can just run and hide. You then just ate a 90 pound woman. They can't sit move. there and digest. And then like they killed it and they cut her out, which like, yeah, you don't want to keep, let her stay in there. But like, uh, uh. Could you imagine? Well, so, and there's yeah. grandma. And she's definitely, for half a second, I was like, I wonder if she survived. And I was like, no, that no, python would have Stace, suffocated no. the shit they out of her. They constrict. They constrict. Like, and then I saw a video of a woman who had a snake as a pet and was like letting it out. Was, was And it was a big one. It wasn't a little one. Letting Ooh. it out of the cage. And it all of a sudden bit her wrist, like attacked her heart and then started wrapping around her arm what? and her husband was there and couldn't get it off and i'm like you guys need to call 911 right now like that's not a little tiny snake like it's enough that it's a she's like losing blood in her wrist like it was like it kill your arm 
And then on top of it, she's, it it started to get up and then it started going towards her neck. And I was like, I was like, and the guy wasn't strong enough to undo it. And I was like, you got, you got to stop fucking around with this. You guys need to call. Like, look, again, I say, don't have them as pets. pets. Like they're a wild animal. They do not want to be in our homes. Okay. They don't, they don't just leave them where they're supposed to be, which is not in your house in <sighs> anywhere. And also, well, okay, the lady that I eaten, that wasn't her fault. She was just walking out from work. And also, there's like multiple people every year that get eaten by snakes. Multi- like, they said like an average of 22 people a year. That is a lot of people. Like, that's a lot. I mean, in the grand that out here, statistics, that's and how two many people a month. And two how people a month in the every other world. week. Pretty in the whole world, though. In the whole planet. Think how big a snake is. Jack to eat a whole person. That's how many... And someone, they're getting killed every time. Someone so do way too many the out there. statistical probability on that of of what is the I'm probability that that would happen to you if 22 I'm people on the whole planet... That is a lot of people when you <laughs> actually me. think about it. That's every other week. Like, that's such a weird thing. Like, it's not like a that's one-off. Just a every other week. greedy, too. There's no way it can digest something that big no. in one go. Well, they, I guess they only eat and then they have, they like sit for months and they have, because it has to like dissolve. Well, because they got clothes, they got the bones, they got the hair, the nails, all oh, of it. Oh, this went left real quick. Anyway. <laughs> I know, it's disturbing. Okay, so let's move off of that. On to a real charming fun episode everyone um okay look so if i gonna... had to know it and think about it y'all did too oh, <laughs> more than i wanted to think about it okay so let's okay so let's move to okay so 510 the episode title is mercy shall follow me um ooh, ooh, and mercy Ooh, i think bonnet's no bonnet can't die yet we're not at the end maybe and we're then close to happens? the end yeah Maybe. see you've been thinking bonnet would be like the end end of the season but it could be bonnet now and then some shit happens and you're like so oh no and then some other shit some other shit oh god because we got to set up for the next season too so maybe this is bonnet dying's episode we'll see mayhaps um so this episode's written by megan farrell burke and directed by annie griffin um so to start this episode we start um and we're in wilmington okay it's like quite a dreary but god people just must their feet just must be muddy all the time even when we're walking through the city it always just looks like mud (laughs) it's just (laughs) mud everywhere remember season one when you watched your like feedback on the feedback episode was like everyone was so much dirtier than i was expecting they're just feeling dirty all the time just everything is muddy just everything looks so dirty um but yeah so we're in wilmington and we um are in like brothel slash tavern type situation things always Um, go well there yeah and we can see and it's it's the daytime and we can see gerald remember gerald forbes yes the right him and um bonnet are sitting there having tea and some shit and ladies are serving them and so forbes says the time has come to approach the magistrate with our request obviously your occupation makes matters a bit more difficult and Bonnet's like, a gentleman has no occupation. Because remember, Bonnet's trying to be this, like, gentleman. He's like, yeah, you know, wait till you see his... fishing. You know, he's wait till you see his outfits that he tries to go with this season. And then um, 
Uh, Forbes says, precisely, and that is why, as your lawyer, I advise you to be more discreet with your dealings. You have allies among the wealthy. You've been exonerated for your crimes, but for now, I recommend that you lie low. And then Bonnet says, <clears throat> oh, God, this line. He looks at clearly one of his regular ladies and says, I'd like to lay out low under my regular mare there. Ew, I really hate him. <laughs> He's fucking gross. Really gross. And the fact that, like, the corruption. There's always rich assholes willing to pay off for other assholes to get away so they can get away with their corrupt assholy yep. shit. Yeah, <laughs> corrupt assholy shit. Just keeps going. Good summary. Good summary, right? Doesn't um, matter what time period it, we're in, there's always assholes doing asshole shit with wealthy assholes covering it up. Yep, basically. Um, and so for- I feel like that just covers history. And every does. time, what's happening? Assholes and Doom wealthy assholes repeat. are just doing asshole shit. Lather, rinse, repeat. Yeah. Um, and so then- so then uh, Forbes says, people may turn a blind eye to smuggling tobacco or whiskey, but there have been rumblings that you're trading commodities of a female nature. Oh, good Lord. He's human trafficking. Just when you thought you couldn't hate him anymore. He might um, be my least favorite. Like more than Blackjack? I don't, this is pretty despicable. Like that's pretty fucking fucked, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then he's like, "My business is none of their business." And for uh, says, yes, it is. It's human women, you sick bastard. <laughs> yep, yep. Fuck. God, does anybody want to guess on the like creative death place that Brittany wants to put him at the end of the episode when we I'm ask where everyone's so... sitting? Like, oh, I know. I was just literally in blackjack. You're like, he is sitting. He's being drawn and quartered. He's yeah. being like, or just all of the shit. All of the shit. I literally was like, just in my head when you said, it, I was like, I don't know if flaying him alive is bad enough. It was literally my first thought. I was like, I, I think that's too good for him. Could we make it worse? <laughs> Sick Ramsey Bolton on him. Yeah, fuck. That's around disgusting. With him. Um, <clears throat> so then, <clears throat> so he's like, my business isn't a their business. And Forbes says, do you want custody of your son or not, Mr. Bonnet? Hit not your son. And then Bonnet says, I've made allies due to those very dealings, Mr. Forbes. Um, well, they, that's sick too. They owe their like wealth and influence in part, as do you. So I suggest you start to behave more as my lawyer and less as my priest. And Forbes is like, oh, you have a priest. Uh, trying to be funny. And then Bonnet's like, I need, I need you to consult with the magistrate. When will we have his signature, sir? And then Forbes is like, um, I've provided him with the names of the witnesses from the tavern. To, I yep. hope they all die. Yep. Yep. Okay, James, your list of who you need to murder just got a little longer. Just got a little longer. Um, and I've confirmed that they will attest to the circumstances. For on some reason, evening. I think Gerald Forbes is worse than like because like you just go, he you goes know along what with it, it is. Yeah, 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 like you're a neighbor, you're helping him. Mm -hmm. Like he did the shitty, disgusting thing. Like he's shitty. It's like the, the person. Just like he's like the people that like makes that goes on the bidding and then makes the women sign the NDAs and shit. Yeah. Like you know what's happening. Yeah, like that's so sick. Like that's even more messed up. And they just say, "Well, I did, I didn't take part." No, you literally enabled him and then you set up him this whole up. system. Yeah, you said you're making it so he's walking free. Like that's even worse. Like it's not worse, but like it's pretty. Just it's pretty, pretty fucked out there. up. It's pretty on that bed. Well, well. So then, yeah, he says, and I've confirmed that they will attest to the circumstances on said not, evening. Yeah, like. 
boot like what's his name blackjack bootleg no. ba- bootstrap bill bonnet why Black- are their names all ridiculous blackjack randall steven no bonnet 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 like hurt hurt her right brie mm-hmm. but like and Gerald many other Forbes, people too and like, many, this, but Gerald Forbes is now Forbes. trying to steal her child away like because he's going to get a cut of this oh, fortune, right? That's so sick. This I can see that this is going to be a rage-filled episode. I'm not happy. <laughs> not happy. Um, and so then um, he says, we should have a signature by the end of the week, and young Jeremiah will be with his father. Um, and then Don't Bonnet say his is... his name, you sick bastard. Bonnet's kind of eyeing his lady friend over there and he's like oh well from your rescue that girl from your lips to god's ears mr forbes um and forbes says if we might discuss the matter of my compensation um and then bonnet says i'm no fortune teller but once i claim my son i foresee an unlucky accident for jocasta innes and her new bridegroom such a shame then being married for such a short time um and forbes says how she could choose that old buffoon i'll never know and she humiliated during my courtship with her niece. Remember this fucker? He's like, yeah. the, he's like the, he's like just that guy that won't let the grudge go. You told him no, and he's gonna he's just. Like, and they never choose the nice it's guy. Like a go certain, fuck yourself. It's like a certain <laughs> character on House of the Dragon from season one. That like I literally was like, you incel mother ever. Ooh. Oh yeah, one of those ones. Like, <laughs> Get rejected I'm, now. Yeah. She's just a bitch. Ten years later. Holding on to it. Anyway. um, And then Bonnet says, when River Run is mine, you'll get your money. Um, And then Forbes says, um, the agreed upon 20%. And Bonnet says, we'll have a dram on the front porch in celebration. And Forbes says, I look forward to it. In the meantime, Mistress Innes has asked to see me. I'm intending to sail upon the Sally Ann to Cross Creek tomorrow. Bonnet says, not a word of this to anyone. And then Forbes says, confidentiality is my livelihood. So that's that. So now. Well, he needs to die. People who also seem to be in Wilmington at the same time. We have in another tavern somewhere else in town. We have Jamie and Claire and Roger and Bree all like sitting at a table. And they're, you know, they've clearly devised a plan. And Bree says, I have a really bad feeling about this. And Roger says, I want Bonnet out of our lives for good and nowhere near you or our son. And Jamie says, getting rid of Bonnet is for the greater good. And Claire says, yes, though, I still don't trust Philip Wiley, even though he stands to make a lot of money from this deal. And Jamie says, I think that he'll keep his word. And Claire says, but what if he doesn't? And Jamie says, well, if he doesn't, I'll likely be dead. And Claire makes a face like, she's like, not funny. That's not a good joke. Shut up. Um, (laughs) And then, like you literally almost just died again again really don't need to stop it and then and then jamie says so if you could find the time i'd appreciate if you'd make him suffer for it and she's like mm-hmm, you son of a bitch sorry if anybody has to listen to me like blow my schnoz every now and then as i'm talking it's like <laughs> this is so cute okay so oh this and then ambiance Right. And then, um, of course, this is when I turn off the echo for my mic. Yeah. For this. If I played This is Halloween, you could hear it. But no, guess Perfectly. what you get to hear? Me blowing my nose. Um, You're welcome. <laughs> so then 
So then as that happens, Ian enters and Ian is dressed on his typical clothes. Like they've got him dressed in more like a tri-corner hat, like oh, okay. at the time. And he walks in and like Jamie's like, clothes? sort of like a okay, regular dude. Kind of yeah. okay. um, and then um, he walks in and Jamie goes, ah, here comes our go between now. Mr. Alexander Malcolm. Glad you could <laughs> join us because Bonnet, um, Jane, like he's the only one that could meet with Bonnet because Bonnet right. knows what um roger looks like what jamie looks like knows claire all that kind of stuff right so i remember set the you know set it up with mr alexander malcolm so it's like mr alexander malcolm glad you could join us and ian comes in he's like well uncle is this what you had in mind um and jamie's like even better and ian says what about my markings because he has these those like tattoos and then claire says i'll help you find some clay to cover them up though we don't have to fool them for very long um and jamie says we must go, we must get to Wiley's Landing before the parlay. We'll leave at dawn. If we've not, if we've not returned to Wilmington in two days, go back to the ridge. And Claire says, if you don't return, we're coming to find you. And Jamie says, yeah, thought, Jamie, don't be a buffoon. Don't be a buffoon. And then he goes, I thought you'd might say that. And then he goes, he kind of laughs. He's like, I thought you might say that. And then he's like, dinner fash, bonnet's only a man. And Claire's like, and nothing more. Um, and then what the fuck? Sometimes I don't understand my notes to myself. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck my note. Oh my god. So then the next, I'm like, who's C and B? In my head, that's Katrina Balfe. I was like, this doesn't make sense. <laughs> I was like, what am I saying to myself? See, I would finish. I made these notes as I was watching the episode last night, as the cold was like really kicking in after I got <laughs> so home from work. We're gonna start losing it. Okay, I was like, <laughs> oh man, I was really struggling to get through. Okay, so now we're with it's we're we're outside in the streets of Wilmington, and it's Claire and Bree, and they are with what i don't know what is the title for a person that like works with glass and like blows glass and here i wrote glass blower man i think you're a glass blower i don't know i'm pretty um, sure there's anyways, glass blowers nowadays but that's sort of what he does so he's looking at a drawing that claire has clearly oh for a needle right so she's looking at a drawing and that claire's clearly done and he's like it's rather small isn't it and claire's like well sometimes the smallest things in life are the most useful that's not what she said. <laughs> um, and then, and then, um, and then um, he says, uh, "Well, what use do you have for this?" And she said, um, "It will. It'll, it'll be an instrument." Um, what the fuck? For a f- oh, it'll be an instrument for a physical. It will hold medicinal liquid. And the guy's like, "But it has a hole on both sides." And she's like, "It's not finished yet. The smith is gonna make something for the." for the bottom and a needle to put in the top it's a syringe and he's like oh i've heard of those usually a tube filled with a piston aren't syringes made of brass she's like well usually yes but i prefer when they're made of glass it's easier to sterilize uh clean to use before you heal and he's like well i did blow a glass tube for a thermometer last spring i suppose a glass tube is a glass tube come back again in a few days time i'll see what i can do and she's like thank you and so then her and brie walk away it's cute. Like her and Brie are like arm in arm. Like remember when you're in grade school and you just like link arms. Yeah. With friends. So they're like, so they're like linking arms and they're walking down the street um, and they start to walk away and, and Claire's like, well, that's one down. 
Let's hope the let's hope the Smith doesn't think we're practicing witchcraft. Asking for I literally needle. was just about to say he didn't. He, that was a nice man. Didn't call them a witch, <laughs> right? Because then they got to go to the Smith to ask for a hollow needle to then like attach to it or whatever, right? Um, and then and Bree's like, no kidding. When was the hypodermic needle invented again? And Claire's like, not for a while yet. I really need one. You've seen your father. Yeah, she's like back a lot she's like he has a knack for almost getting himself killed every time he gets out of bed i swear that man is like a cat got nine nine lives if not more and as they're walking we can see the cameras doing this thing that like someone's watching them like someone's oh, watching the so they're being watched oh, oh spaghettios excuse me <laughs> anybody you're gonna just hear me blow my nose i can't if i muted it every time we'd never get through this um so now we are with jamie roger ian and they're like arriving to this place it's sort of like i think i think it's wiley's landing it's sort of a place near the shore near it's like near a boathouse that would be close to like um a trading post or whatever okay. right so this is where they're supposed to have the parlay is it is it is it is it roger's weird uh relative that's following them in town where's she gone the mackenzie lady uh no mm, well who else do we know in wilmington Britt? well i know bonnet is okay i don't think it is i think this is a red herring okay <laughs> what do you think it's buck and morag mackenzie i don't know i feel like that's too that's i, mean, I don't know oh, maybe claire and brie actually murder him yeah. that would be merciful you're, you're like that would be interesting it'd be merciful that, that he didn't have to face jamie title of the episode because mm, 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 mm. <laughs> they might just be like quick like get it done he'd be like me this cannot I'll, be quick i'll make it <laughs> You hurt my daughter. You hurt my wife. wife. Yes. You killed my friend. You, you to... stole my jewels, my gemstones. Yep. You son of a bitch. Um, okay, so they're at this meeting place. And so then Roger's like, what if he doesn't come alone? And Jamie's like, oh, I sh I'm sure he won't. He'll bring sailors with him. Um, and then he says, what do you know about them from your voyage? Um, and Roger says they sail with him like <laughs> they sail with him like they eat scorpion fish only when they're hungry and have no other options. His sailors follow his commands out of fear, not love. Um, so, so, so long as we take care not to give them reason to think we're a threat, I don't think there'll be much trouble about Bonnet's fate. And then Jamie says, hmm, except there'll be need of new employment. Keep your wits about you. This is our one chance. There may not be another. So they're sort of setting up like, you know, uh, Jamie and Roger are going to be inside the boathouse because if Bonnet were to see them, he would recognize them immediately. Right. Right. So so then Ian will be out front and intercept them and like initially meet them and then sort of bring them into the boathouse where the well, two Bonnet's of them not will showing be ready. Up. And the two of them will be ready with their weapons and stuff to like pounce. Right. Is like the way that they're setting this up. Um, I see that, but this plan is too neat and tidy, so it's going to have to go awry. And then, in the end, so then now we see, okay, they're in place. Jamie and Roger are inside the boathouse, and then mm -hmm. Roger looks at him and goes, Roger looks at Jamie and says, when he comes, I want to be the one to kill him. And then Jamie's like, now you're telling me. <laughs> <laughs> and then Roger says, you said yourself, he's just a man. 
And Jamie's like, I know what I said. I never killed a man. Who, um, I know what I said. I've never killed a man or what? G what the fuck? I don't know. I don't know. You I have wrote the paper, not me. I can't. I don't know. You. I Roger must say this because I wrote Jamie. I know what I said. I've never killed a man or fought in battle. That no, that's not true. Jamie can't say that. Roger must have said that. Yeah. So, Jamie's done both of those. All things of those things multiple times. <laughs> Many times. So Roger must say that. And then Roger says, I'm no marksman and I'm only a half decent swordsman, but he's mine. I will take him. Bran is your daughter, but she's my wife. And Jamie looks at him and he goes, So don't hesitate. Don't challenge him. Kill him the moment you have a chance. And then he's like, he's like, if you fall, Roger Mack, know that I will avenge you. And then Roger's like, and if you fall, I'll avenge you. A bargain, is it? Jamie's like, a rare bargain indeed. And you're like, oh, geez. So then, and Jamie like looks out like they're in place, like sort of ready. And so then now we're back with Bree and Claire and they've made their way to like the beach. Okay area and it looks chilly <laughs> it looks like a chilly day so they're walking along the beach along the shore and they're like oh and then they look out and they're like Bree's like wait is that what i think it is and claire's like wow so and they can see like i think it's uh big humpback whales oh like, cool. you know jumping off the coast and then um claire's like wow we didn't um we didn't um often get to see sites like this in our time that's because they murdered all the whales. Yeah. And then Bree says, there's so much here that's unspoiled. And Claire's and says, not murdered. Yeah. yeah. And then Claire's like, there's so many of them now. And to think by the end of the 19th century, whalers had all but wiped them out. See? Claire knows what's up. Claire knows. Yeah, and so thick. And then so Bree, Bree says, I can see why, Ma why Melville was inspired to write about them. God, I love Moby Dick. And then. Um, I've never read Moby Dick. Me neither. And then Claire's like, yeah, me too. I feel like there's a, my brain automatically was like, there's a joke in there. I'm just not fired Dip enough dicks. to think yeah, of probably. God, I love Moby Dick. I don't know. She'd say there's other insert other jokes <laughs> there. I don't know. But this is a do it yourself. I'm... <laughs> that's what she said. Oh, I got one. <laughs> this is a do it yourself. That's what she said. That's what Claire had to do during her whole marriage <laughs> to Frank. <laughs> Sorry. Except for that one time that was. Oh no! No, yeah, there's two she times. There too. Yeah, she tried, and then he got enough sex. She wouldn't open her eyes. So, Frank, you know, um, you, Frank. <laughs> and so then, um, so Claire's like, "Yeah, me too." And then Bree says, "I remember seeing a whale fluke off off of Cape Cod once. Remember?" And then she looks at Claire and she's like, "Remember when we used to race race there on the beach when I was little?" And they both look at each other and they're like. Ah, and then Claire like starts to run. So they start racing each other on the beach and they're like, ah, having like fun running. And then they get to uh -oh. the end. I know, they're like, things, are too, things are too light and fun. I don't like it. Um, and so then they get to the end and they're both like, oh my God. And Bree's like, man, that's not this, that's not easy in a corset. And Claire's like, I think I'm getting old. And then Bree's like, all right, I'm going to live dangerously. Dip my toes in the water. And so she like takes her shoes off. She takes uh -oh. her boots off and her socks up and she goes and like is walking in the water. And then Claire's like, I think, no, Claire's like, oh, you're braver than I. I think I might go search for some more shells. No, 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 no. Stay together. Stay together. Stay together. Like, Don't separate. Ah, <laughs> red alert. Stranger danger. So, um, and then we get a little back and forth. So then now we're um, at, uh, so we're at yeah, the scene. Yeah, because Bonnet's not going to show up and it's going to 
go to the beach and Bonnie's going to have them. Oh, God. <laughs> I love your Brittany's using her hair to hide right now. It's my she, safe space. She's stressed. She's stressing out. Um, <laughs> and so we kind of flip back and forth at this moment. So we're we're back with like Ian, Jamie and Roger and um we get a look and we can see that some of the men are coming and so you know ian gives jamie the signal like okay be ready they're coming and then we now and jamie and roger are waiting in the boathouse and then we cut back to we can see Bree Bree is playing in the water having fun claire's looking and waving and laughing and you know she looks down and she starts looking for some shells and it's like oh what a great day and then we get over and we see the men arrive and we see this guy come up and then he goes to Ian, are you Malcolm? And Ian's like, I, you must be Captain Bonnet. And we're like, Ian doesn't no. know, but we know we're like, that's not Bonnet. And Bonnet's he's like, please, to find, he's like, please finally make your acquaintance. And the guy's like, no, Captain's not coming. He sent us, you know, he sent us here to inspect the, go the goods. And Ian's like, that wasn't the arrangement. And Jamie and Roger are listening from inside and they're like, uh-oh. The guy's like, arrangements loose. And, and <laughs> get the guy's like, the guy's like, arrangements change. He had business el elsewhere. You know, we've come to, and you know, we've come to um, inspect. Do you want the whiskey to put on the ship or not? And he starts looking around. He's like, where are the barrels? Where are the goods? And then uh, he like grabs, oh, and then he grabs, so then he grabs Ian and Roger's like ready to rush in. And Jamie puts his hand out to be like, wait, wait. Um, and he's like, do you know whose time you're wasting? And then Ian's like, the barrels are in the shed. And then Jamie and Roger are in place. And so then they walk into the sheds and they like pounce and they're like, ah. And then so it's like, you know, rough and tumble. They jump them when they enter. And then, um, you know, Ian jumps in to help Roger with this one guy. And and Jamie puts his hand out to be like, no, no, no. Let him. Let Roger. Let, it, let Roger do this. He needs to I'm sit sorry, of practice. But, okay. Blue, you can go. Sorry, Blue. And so then funny. and then he's like, I need you to move your cord. I, need I know. I was blocked his way. He was very upset. He's like, I, shall, I can't get past. You shall not pass. That cord said, you shall not pass. Um, I always forget you don't watch Lord of the Rings. Good Lord. I've seen it. Have you? I've never read the books. Most... I've oh. never watched the Hobbit movies. Right. I've watched the original, the, like, right the three trilogy. Remember when you didn't realize that Peter Jackson was the one that directed those movies? Yep, I did not know that. It's like, well, okay. But anyway, so then, <laughs> so then what had happened was, um, oh, is that Blue wanting out again? Yep. Listen, Wolf. Wolf, cooperate. Simmer down. You were just outside. He, he can let himself in. Can he let himself out? No, he hasn't mastered that yet. Dang it. I know um we'll see how far we get until he really needs out but um so that and then finally jay once roger's like worn the guy down a little bit then jamie comes in and like knocks the guy out by bunting him in the head with his rifle whatever knocks him out and then roger looks up and he's like what took you so long and jamie's like well you're doing so well i didn't think you need my help um so then later on we can see that they've tied the men up and so Jamie's like, where's Stephen Bonnet? And the guy's like, who, who's, who wants to know? And Roger's like, where is he? And then Jamie pulls a knife out and holds it to the dude's like neck and is like, answer the question, where's Stephen Bonnet? And so then now we cut back to the beach. 
He's on the beach, Jamie. He's on the beach. <laughs> and so now we see Claire's up. Claire's up a little oh. bit closer to the dunes. There's some dunes. She's up closer to the dunes and she's looking for shells. And then all of a sudden we see from the distance a foot step into frame. Oh, and no. then all of a sudden we hear, they say the sea lives inside every shell. Can you hear it? The sea calling? Claire looks up. It's fucking Bonnet standing right there. And she grabs, she has like... She has this cool little like I love her outfit in this episode. She has this like cool little like belt to with okay. like a with a knife holder. Nice. Right in Smart it. Girl. And so okay. then she she immediately like grabs her knife and is like holding it and she's she's like what are what are you doing here? And he starts to walk down and he's like I was walking down the thoroughfare in Wilmington when I saw you from afar. I thought to myself, doesn't she look familiar? You see, I never forget a face. Neither You're yours, gross. neither yours nor your lovely daughters. She's gross. Says, she seems, I hate you, Bonnet. She seems to have inherited your beauty. How's my son? Does he resemble his handsome father? And Claire's like, you don't have a son. And he's like, you're misinformed. Your daughter told me as much to my face. And then as this is happening, they're like face. He's quite close to her now. And she's got her knife out to like keep him away. And just as that happens, Bree comes up and rounds the corner and she's like, oh, I think I found. And then she goes and she sees. And in that moment, it like distracts Claire enough where she's like, Bree, run. And then Bonnet grabs Claire <laughs> and has her and now has the knife, knife or gun, something to her throat, like right to her throat. And so then Claire's like, Bree, run. And Bree's like, Bree's like panic, like, no, no. And Bree's like, go. And she's like, I'm not leaving you. And then go. she's like, I'm go. not leaving you. And then she sees like Claire's um, basket that has like one of the revolvers in it. And so she goes, she, she eyes it, she picks it up, cocks it and is like aiming it at him. And then she's like, let her go. And Claire's like, shoot him. Ugh. Claire has been in this position so many times. So many times. She, know, she knows ways to get out of it. She just needs to wait for the right, you know, right moment. It's like whenever it happens and it's her and Jamie, it's like they don't even need to plan. It's like, okay, just no, I'm just going to wait and I'm going to, uh, okay, out okay. of the way, go. <laughs> like and shoot, thank you. <laughs> they've mastered it. And then so Practice makes like, perfect, so. So then Bree's like, let her go. And she's aiming the gun at him. And Bonnet's like, put that down or I'll cut her throat on the count of three. One, two, and Bree's like, wait, wait. And then he's like, I'll let your mother go as long as you come along with me. It's my oh. it's my son and you I'm wanting. And so then in that moment, Claire elbows him and ducks out of the way. And it gives Bree a clear shot, but the gun she- jams. Oh. Of course, guns at that point were not the most reliable. So it it jams and Claire's like, Bree. Oh no, that's later. Sorry. And then so the gun, the gun, so the gun jams. And so she's like, oh, so she has no choice, but she just starts running at him. She just starts charging him. Um, because she's so scared for her mother in that moment, right? Aww. So she just like, oh, and so she runs at him. And and then at that moment, while Claire's trying to get away, Bonnet takes the gun and knocks Claire on the back of the head and knocks her out. And then as Uh-oh. as Brie gets close, she goes and he manages to like grab her arm and then get her and knock Brie out. And then it like I was literally gonna out. say one hostage is less mad than two hostages because at least one of you, Brie, you didn't do anything wrong. I know it's your mother, but you would have been able to explain what happened and like tell 
Jamie. Yeah, there was no way she was leaving Claire alone with him. There's I know. No way. That's no not. Way. I know. But now they don't know. I mean, they're going to put the pieces together because. Well, 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 we'll see. So then what happens is we can see some. Is it really later. so easy to knock someone out that you just go. Like, I've never, like, like, I've never it's knocked like someone. Pistol it's pistol whipping. Hard? It's pistol whipping. I know, but, like, I feel like people get knocked you on the head all the time and they don't get knocked out like that. I don't know. Is but maybe movies it is... make it seem like it's, like, a boop and then it's just, like, boop. I know. Oh, it could be a little bit of TV magic. I feel you like. You have like... to hit them really hard and in the right spot. And I feel like to hit them that hard to knock them out in one go is, like, there is some could... contusion could... shit yeah. happening in there. Because, like... like, I've, like, hit my head pretty hard. Mm-hmm quite a few times i never knocked myself out like you get like, a little dizzy and wobbly but not but like, like fully, fully drop out. yeah yeah i yeah, know like a good i feel point. like that's like i'm sure it's it, possible but sure but like also i'm with you i'm like it has to be like a part of that i don't know i just question you tv magic people i know <laughs> make it a little too easy i feel a like a little convenient bop. yeah pop <laughs> and they're down yeah. you know it's um so then we see a little bit of time later. We can now see, okay, fade from blackout, and we can see Claire is lying face first in on the beach in the sand. Oh. And she's sort of, so she's unconscious, and she kind of wakes up and comes to so a little Bree's bit. gone. And she starts to look around, and she gets up, and that's where she's like, Bree, Brianna. And I'm like, God, you must have a massive fucking headache, but okay. Yeah, that would hurt a lot. Man. Like, she was out cold. Yeah, if it was hard enough to knock you out cold like that, I can't imagine how, like. Like, how is there not some hemorrhaging happening? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. But, um, and so she looks at her, she's like, she, and she's upset. She's like on the verge of crying. She knows he's taken her and all this kind of stuff, right? So now we cut to, um, we can see this shot of what looks like this small island. There's this house in it. We get a shot inside the house and Bonnet is like, we're in like this living room area and Bonnet's like sitting, pouring tea and Brie is lying like unconscious on like this settee and then she sort of comes to and wakes up and Bonnet's like would you like some tea and she looks around she's like where are we and he's like you're safe on my island Ew. Like, and then Brie says where the hell is my mother and Bonnet says I've left her on the beach I have no quarrel with her and Bree's like, we I have, have a quarrel with you. <laughs> Bree says, we have a quarrel with you. Yeah, and Bonnet you, says, Bree. and Bonnet says, still, it's not because I couldn't remember your name in the jail, is it? Can't we just <laughs> let bygones be bygones? <laughs> and then he's like, I have something for you, for our son. And he goes and he like picks up this chest. And like, and as he does that, Bree, like when he says, I have something for you, Bree, like grabs like a poker from the fireplace and is like super on guard. And he's like, it's for our son. And Bree's like, he's not our son. His father is my husband, Roger McKenzie. And then he says, I know you had to tell him the boy was his, but you and I know the truth. We made him. There's no denying that. <gasps> yeah. He says, I want to do by right by him to be a real father. And then so she looks in the chest. So fucked up. I know. And then she looks in the chest and it's like, the creepiest dolls you know those like weird creepy porcelain uh, fake dolls yeah, that they had back then yeah it's like eight victorian 18 yes. yeah you're like kids used to play with this and you're like you're no like wonder everything is haunted that looks like a demon is it yeah demons played with those i don't know if those i are saw too... that toy i'm chucking it out the window i'm sorry yeah. like that thing sucked up souls i don't like it like no thank you please no. 
Um, and then, and then they're almost as creepy. Those ones are creepy. And the faceless dolls, you know, the dolls that would never have faces because they couldn't really do them. Those were also creepy as shit. Didn't like those. Gross. Um, sorry, I'm just getting distracted by my settings. You can hear me. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I just, I decided to play around with the settings in zoom because it was so like extra last time. And, um, now it's uh, under extra. Now I'm like, let's hope we're good. <laughs> <laughs> but no, if That's you can hear true. me, then I can good. hear you. It just says original sound off. And I'm like, did I want original sound on or off? Well, I don't know what original sound is, so I can't. It's help fine. You. It's fine. Anyhow, as long as you can hear me, we're good. Or um, you'll just hear me and it'll be very confusing. No, you wouldn't <laughs> be able to hear me. Um, That's true. I can hear you. But yeah, so then um he's like i have something for you too and like, yeah. um and you're like, so now uh, you're gonna just die on me Thanks. that would be nice so then now we cut to we see um we see um sorry i googled creepy victorian dolls and jesus now this is your new nightmare why do you do this to yourself i don't know i can't Stop help myself googling you're gonna oh god some of them are really, really if you weird. if you wake up and have visions of annabelle tonight it's your own fault oh jesus like, why would you do that? Why are they so weird? Why did they make them look so sad? Like, none of them are smiling. Oh, my God. I was listening to this podcast earlier in the week about, um, it's called, like, American Hysteria. And they were talking about um, sort of the creepy, the toys of the past. So there was, like, Furbies. and Oh, yeah. Furbies are creepy. I had one. And everyone, and everyone thought that some of them thought they were possessed. And it was, like, really, it was just, like, a lot of glitches and stuff. And then they were talking about when the first doll with voices were like, Ooh. and I think it was Edison who f- created it. He when he figured out how to record the phonograph oh. or whatever, when he figured out how to f- record a voice, and he initially he tried it recording his own voice, thinking he'd be like, "Hi, my name is," and everyone was like, so "Absolutely creepy. no!" So then no. he hired. He hired women to like do the voices of, but the the and but they couldn't replicate at that point. You couldn't replicate a recording, so he needed them to do it for every doll, single doll, and and they were he had not tested them well enough because the quality of the recording was crazy. It would glitch and go high pitch all the time. Could you imagine? I couldn't understand what they were saying. They're just talking in tongues. They sounded like disturbing. There, it's it's saved in some museum, and they were like playing some of the recordings, and I was like, "Oh my god!" It, I could a hundred percent see in like the eighteen hundreds or whatever when people are already like super puritanical. Yeah, thinking they have those like in the devil. (laughs) Like this house is possessed. This is absolutely a demon. Stop it! But um. Okay, so now we cut to Claire is riding on her horse, tearing through the woods. And then she, you know, luckily comes across Jamie, Roger, Ian in their uh, wagon along the trail. And they see her alone and they're like, and I'm like, I'm literally like, Claire, do you must have a huge bump on your head? Yeah, and I don't so know then, if horseback is probably the safest thing. You you have to have a concussion. She's like, got is there any doctors? <laughs> Isn't it brutal when you're the doctor and you and if you don't think yeah. of yourself, no one's gonna be like honestly in my own like fanfic headcanon, like once everything's good and they like know where Brie is, because it's like we we need to find Brie, then Jamie's like, 
Yeah. Are you? Lesnick, are you okay? You keep yeah. grabbing your head. Like, She's like, can she, I have, do you have a lump? <laughs> I got pistol whipped. I don't know. I think I'm fine. Can someone look at her pupils? Sesnak, you've got a goose egg on the back of your head. Like the back of your head. How many fingers am I holding up here, Lara? Are you okay? What do I do? Where's your Where's your kit? What do I do? She's like, I'm fine, Jamie. <laughs> anyway, these are the things that I think about. Anyway, so um, so they ride. So they ride up, and and she rides up to them, and she's like, "It's Brianna." And Roger's like, "Where is she?" And then they're off. Oh no, no, I fucked up. Bonnet has her, and then they're off. Then they're off. <laughs> and then they're all, they're like, oh, no. All right, let's go. Um, so now we're back with uh, Brie and Bonnet, and he has had, like, the dinner table set. And You're she walks weird, in. dude. Have you, he, like, done too many drops of acid or something? What is wrong with this he man? He thinks he's able to cosplay as a gentleman, apparently. He's um, off his rocker. Because he's going to get River Run, right? So he's going to have this grand estate, and he's going to be a gentleman. Um because that'll erase all his wrongdoings um and he definitely has... really do like live in their own realities yeah Jesus. absolutely and he has like his like ships crewmen posing Waiting as servants <laughs> yeah it's really weird so they're there and they like help set the table and one lets opens the door to let Bri in and he has given her this like dress this is like so dress that she has to put on with this like People, little lace choker. It's like it's like when they kidnap and they're like, oh, like we're family now. And it's like, dude, you're holding them hostage. You're like, oh, they mm. look so beautiful at dinner. Mm. My lovely wife. It's like it's a little dude, bit you like barred us in the low-key how beauty and the beast starts out. Yeah. <laughs> and I love that movie, but like a hundred percent. She starts out as a prisoner. Prisoner. Like Let's... you're can't really sugarcoat that it, yeah like sure you could give her all the pretty dresses you want but your new jail yeah, you've stolen her and are keeping her on a you weird little her island and her mother out kidnapped her. kidnapped her and now have her prisoner on an island not great you can serve her nice food this is not a good okay situation no not great not great um so then he's like you look beautiful in your gift Please come in. Weirdo. And she's like really hesitant. And then he's standing by the table and he's like, am I supposed to pull the chair out for you? And then he and he goes, please sit down. And then he goes, he backs away with his, because she's really standoffish. So he backs away with his hands up and goes, please. Like, okay, you sit down. And so then she comes over and she sits at the table. And then Bonnet says, and then he's like, you know, they're starting to dish out the food. And he's like, you know, when we're at River Run, we'll have better su- servants to do all of this for us. And then Bree's like, you mean slaves. And Bonnet's like, is it the master of the house that's supposed to do it? And Bree looks at him like, what the fuck? And then, and then he's like, should I pass this with both hands? And he's talking about like a bowl of like peas or some shit. And then he's Dude, like, it's like, and then he's like, you'll, and he goes, he you'll teach me. himself on the head? and then he and then he goes you'll teach me and then brie goes i don't think anyone can teach you a damn thing and then bond is like a damn thing huh i'm surprised to hear language like that from a lady you think some lowly like like me can't better himself what i i need blah 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 blah. what i need is something i can't buy and then brie says a moral Moral? compass yeah Yeah. literally she's like a moral compass (laughs) and and then bonnet goes just a soul i don't know um yeah. and then and then bonnet says to make sure our son knows what to do how to get on in the world you can show me how to be in your world and in his huh show me what to do huh how to be a worthy gentleman and no harm will come to you and then brie says why do you want to be a gentleman and then bonnet blue 
You needy little boy. Blue, you're being really dramatic. It's him wanting outside, right? Blue, you're yeah. stomping on my moment. Do we need to go let him outside? Hey, he's sulking. What a bum head. Please hold. We'll be back in a moment. And we time jumped. Blue is now outside until he wants back in. Okay. So where was I? So yeah, he's saying like, so she's like, why do you, why do you want to be a gentleman? Um, And Brie says, or Bonnet says, you saw something in me. You're drawn to me. We're drawn to each other. That's, That's why fate has brought us together again and again to be parents to Jeremiah. You are and just part dope. of me is like, I can't tell if he actually believes this or if this is just part of the ruse and he's gaslighting her. But I actually think he does want to make this happen. Like, this is well, his... yeah, people are like narcissistic, crazy people that have like, no, I don't want to use like we're connected and we're going to be a we're going to be a family. You're going to show me how to be a gentleman or I'll kill you. But isn't this like, like it's such like an abusive thing, like, you know, like beat them up and then you say no like that's because i had to teach you because i love you so much because we're meant to be together you bring this out on me people could twist yeah. that shit they get all messed up in their head god remember narcissistic when, remember Narcissism. yeah it's like when randall was like remember when randall was like why do you make me do these awful yeah. things it's like okay buddy like you fuck yeah right gaslighting justify one yeah and okay. like when you don't have empathy or like you don't see it like that, you just are like, oh, well, now I've decided that, it's, well, she should just forgive me because I've just decided that. Like, well, even the fact that he's like, what, are you mad because I didn't remember your name? It's like, it's like, uh, no, no. Okay, sure. I, on the list of things that we don't like you for, that's probably the one redeeming but quality clearly is that he, you don't But it's one name. of those things of he doesn't see anything wrong with what he did to her no. because it was it was a fair transaction and it's a, it was his right to demand that. Yeah, so and it's take, like not well, even not demand thing. take just take yeah. it. Yeah, it's fair trade, you know. Um, okay, so then he's like, yeah, you know, fates brought us together again and again to be parents to Jeremiah, and she's like, you know his name, and he's like, of course I do. Let's eat. So then they start eating. So then Bree's like, so then she starts to try to play along, and she's like, elbows off the table in polite society, and don't bend down to your food. You bring your fork up to your mouth, and so then he's like, okay. So then he starts to like copy her and try I to like do spill that. so much on myself there is no way i would survive polite come no one i barely eat at my dining room table i eat on my sofa like a heathen elbows off the table and two i spill stuff on myself so much already like if i didn't have the plate like close to my face i would wear <laughs> everything i ate. wear all the food <laughs> yeah all the time <laughs> oh my gosh um, and then, okay, so now we see a shot of, like, Jamie and Claire and everyone riding to try to find her. You know, Claire's still that con- she's handling that concussion real well because she <laughs> seems to be just fine. Okay, that's good. That's we say Jamie here. has the hard head. Clearly, she does, too. Because, <laughs> like, cause we can even see on Brie. Like, where he got Brie, he got her here. So we can start to see, like, a little bit of a red mark bruise form. I'm like... Hmm surely shit's happening on claire's head it's just under her hair so we don't see it but like the bumping on the horse that's gotta hurt man it's gotta hurt i'm telling you ouch um and so then now we are back with bonnet and brie and he brings her to like what what is her like bedroom and they're alone in there and you can see she's like 
get the fuck out yeah you weirdo. exactly so she's like you know it's improper for a lady and gentleman to be alone like this and then bonnet's like well i can have some of my men and come and join us if you'd rather and she's like no thank you and then he's like you know what now then how how do men and women of our standing pass the time and you can Ew. tell he's like looking for anything to do to try to distract to distract and she's like um she's like um she's like oh um you could read to me that's something a gentleman would do or or if you don't know how then maybe i could read for you read for you and then she's like here and so she grabs a chair so that she can sit in and bonnet's like is that something you do for our son does he like that and Bree's like i love reading putting yourself in other people's shoes living with characters learning what drives them usually it's love money revenge Bonnet's like, what do you think drives me? And she's like, money. That's why I'm here, isn't it? Because you want River Run. Mm. And then Bonnet's like, it isn't lady, it isn't ladylike to hurt a man's pride, surely, thinking me no better than a common thief. And then she's like, well, it you isn't love. She's like, well, it isn't love, is it? Prove me wrong. You don't hurt the people you love. And if it's revenge, I have done nothing to you. And he said, and he says, there's two sides to every story. You don't know mine. If I were to tell Jeremiah my story, our story, will he will he feel for me? And Bree's like, you can't make someone love you. Yeah, it's just twisted. And then I know it's really fucked. Like, talk about, like, literally making someone, like, be forced to, like, sit with their abuser and then play this yeah. fucking weird game. This is real. About like how you would be. Oh. This is twisted as shit. And she's she's just in full survival mode right now, like just trying to distract, deflect, do anything, right? That kind of deal. So she's like, "You can't make someone love you." And he says, "Well, I've heard the expression learn to love. Perhaps you could learn to love me for the sake of our son. I think I could learn to love you." And then he's like standing right behind her, and he's like, "When you came to me in jail and told me that there'd be something left on me of this earth." I couldn't forget how that made me feel. It wasn't for revenge or for money. So will you teach me how to love? And Bree turns around and she's like, I'll read for you like, like I read to Jeremiah. This, this book is a good one. I think you'll like it. So then she grabs this book and she opens it. And we can see that it says like the art of husbandry or the way of improving <laughs> land. Like it's some random fucking book okay. that she's just grabbed and opened. Because clearly she's discerned that he can't read. Um, so then, so then she's just starts, she starts looking at it and she's like the mysterious sea captain of the Pequod was a man named Ahab. He stood on two legs, one flesh and one bone. So she's reading Moby Dick from memory. Cause she had oh. talked about how she loved that book and she's read okay. it over and over. So she's just sort of reciting it from memory. Right. And she goes, she's like, this is one of Jeremiah's favorites. Um, and we can see like it's a little bit of a montage of her reading and then Bonnet's listening okay. and he's like, so my son like my son likes tales of the sea. And then Bree's reading like Captain Ahab nailed a doubloon, you know, to the most of the ship and swore because, you know, the story of Moby Dick, right, of like him hunting this whale. Yes. He's like, doesn't he get eaten by it? Yeah, he ends up getting killed in the end. Yeah, he ends up getting killed in the end. Um, and then he's like, oh, he said they would stop at nothing until they found him and killed him. And Bonnet's like all interested in, in this, right? Because it's like sea captain. And he's like, oh, please keep reading, keep reading. You can see time is passing. 
she's talking about how predictable the sea was but every day they arose thinking today would be the day they looked the monster in the eye and bonnet's like what happens at the end does he get the whale and Bree's like well you don't want me to tell you now do you um you know there's so much more to come he or no he says but there's so much more to come you must be tired and i want to know how this ends i really hope that ahab slaughters the whale and gets his revenge and then Bree's like well moby dick capsizes ahab's boat destroys the ship and ahab is dragged under the sea <laughs> and bonnet's like what the monster prevails and ahab is drowned then and Bree's like well that depends on which one you think is the monster man mm. says the man hell-bent on revenge or the whale who's hunted and then bonnet says the sea is a treacherous place where creatures prey upon one another and the sea herself is hungry for souls because remember he remember when claire was like nursing his leg when he got like freaking stabbed in the back when he was playing the dead body do you vaguely oh remember? yes 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 and in the wagon in yes, the wagon yes, yes. and then she was like tending to yeah. his leg or whatever and then he was talking to her about the nightmares of the sea and the feel of have you ever felt the pull of the sea and she says yes because yes. she almost fucking drowned and he's like you know yeah. what it's like then so clearly he has this like fear of maybe the sea taking him or something it's like okay. something that plays on him so she's like in the sea herself he says the sea herself is hungry for souls and Bree's like what what does that mean and then he's like a nightmare the sea it comes for me darkness closes in I cannot move. No one comes. No one ever comes. Um, and she's like, it's only a dream. Um, and he's like, so you don't think any less of me for telling you? And Brie goes, no, I could never think any less of you. And I was like, oh, snap. <laughs> burn. Like burn. Like, no, I could, I could never think. Literally. Any, literally could never I, think yeah. less of you. Than I already do. Because <laughs> like, you sick are the burn, Brie, sick burn. Um, and then he's like, does Jeremiah get scared and have nightmares like me? And Bree's like, sometimes he's only a little boy. He needs his mother. And then Bonnet's like, and he's getting weirdly teary at this point. And he's like, oh, I never had a mother or a father or a, well, I was an orphan. What do you do to comfort him? How could I comfort him? Please tell me. And she's like, I would go to him. And I would take him in my arms and I would hold him until he feels safe. And then he's like, he grabs her and he's like, will you show me? And then Bree's like, oh, this is so weird. So weird. And then Bree's like, a lady would say good night now. And she would go to her bed alone. And then he's like, then I look forward to bidding you good morning. And she's like, me too. And then he leaves and she's like, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Right. Um. So that ends that scene. And then now. It's morning time and um, she comes out of her room and she's like changed back into her regular clothes and we can see um, Bonnet and his um, working lady of choice is there and she's like setting up the table for breakfast and all of that kind of stuff. And he's like, good morning, my lady. Breakfast is served. So she like walks over and she sits down and he's like, he's like, tea? And then, so then they're sitting there and they're eating and Bree's like, Bree's clearly made a decision. She's like, all right, this is how I'm going to have to play this. And she goes, so would we live here? And he looks up kind of surprised and he's like, we could live anywhere you'd like, a a place in town if it pleases you. And Bree's like, I was thinking I should go and fetch Jeremiah. I can't be away from him for too long. And Bonnet's like, "Mm, I'll come with you. 
Bree's like, perhaps it would be better if I tell him, um, if I tell him that you're going to be in his life, we don't want to upset him. He is only young. You know, we don't know how my family are going to react. My father and Roger are, well, they're not like you. <coughs> Bless you. Bless me. Um, she's allergic to Bonnet's bullshit. I am. Fuck that dude. Um, but she's like, yeah, my, my, my father and Roger, well, they're not like you. It would be more prudent if yeah, I were to go. And, and then, then I'll come back to you. Fate will bring me back to you like it has before. And I'm like, oh, careful. You're, you're laying it on really thick. You yeah, you might be going a little too much there. You were careful. doing it last night. She takes after her mama. Remember the game, all the games that she had to play? Oh, my God. Garrison yep. Commander. She's like, thank you. Um, you're like, careful, careful. Not too thick. Not too um, thick. She gets caught, you know, don't get caught in the lie. The version of the Duke say, or the, the Blackjack saying, oh, you mean the Duchess sent you the letter? She, yeah. Like, yes. And he's like, funny, the Duke's never been married. And you're like, fuck, fuck, Claire, fuck. <laughs> oh, you were trying. You were trying. Um, and then, um, you know, she's like, fate will, fate will bring me back to you. Like it has before in Bonnet's like, is that what you want? She's like, well, it's what we both want, isn't it? And then Bonnet says, when would you go? Should we not spend more time together here first to bond? Ew, no, no more and time. Then, enough time. Enough time. And Bree's like, I miss Jemmy so much. And I know that you wanted to meet him. The sooner I can leave, the sooner I will return to you. And he's like, yes. And while you're gone, I'll go to Wilmington and find us a place with a parlor and a bedchamber for us and our son. Um, and we'll, And then he's like, and we'll seal our promise to one another with a kiss. Ugh, don't kiss him. Be nasty. So the end. So then she's like, okay. So what she grins and bears it. She grins and bears it. It's like the parlor, so like the entertaining room. Right? Like what did you room. do in a parlor? I feel like it would be like, you know, you would a sit. sitting room. Yeah, it's like a sitting room, like entertaining room. Like you would have guests in the parlor and have drinks and that kind of stuff. Jocasta, I feel like, definitely has a parlor, like in the sort of front room. But so anyway, basically, Brie does her best, grins and bears it, tries to make this kiss convincing, and she pulls away, and Bonnet says, if there's one thing I don't need to be taught, it's what a kiss is. And Ew, wow. You need to know what consent is, you and weirdo. Then, and then Brie says, that that was that was just our first time. And he's like, don't. And then she's like, Ste Stephen, we, we, we should try again. And then he's like, am I not good enough for you, eh? She's like, no, no, no that's not. not it. That's not it. <laughs> And then he, because he's realized it's click, like she's faking, like you know, yeah, because you're fucking real. gross. And then he's like, "I'll give you a reason to despise me." I, I hoped, I hoped you were being truthful. And she's like, "I was, I was." And he's like, "I let my feelings cloud my judgment." And the I last don't think time you have feelings, I think you a right? crazy person. And then he says, "And the last time I did that, I was a young workman, and I was fooled into thinking the other men liked me." You need a therapist. Dude. And then he says, and that got, and, and they got me drunk and left me for dead. And the foundations of a cellar, I helped them dig. Um, I don't need you to get to Jemmy. And, and this is, and I don't know, this is weird because it's like they give him, like, to be fair, he's not just a one dimensional mustache twirling villain because 
people human beings aren't like that even pe no. people that do despicable things are yeah they're usually were once children and have yeah. damage and have a backstory and and that's none of it is ever justification it's yeah but it's interesting exactly to, yeah like to... you can you can understand that and have empathy for that person at that time and recognize that that wasn't right to what happened to them but then yeah. that also but then there's other people that go through that being, yeah yeah it doesn't justify you because i bet you there's a, an assaulter and a murderer no. and uh all of those things you all know around terrible human so it's it's interesting so then basically he's like yeah i don't need you to get to jemmy and then his lady friend walks in she walks in and this is so gross so basically he says like i'll show you what you're missing and basically starts to have sex with the prostitute oh my god he's watching as if it's like making her jealous and it's just he is seriously messed up dude you need like Oh, I feel so I feel for Brie here, too, because it's just like you can tell it's like every trigger is getting hit right now. Yeah. She's just trying to ride it out. And so then that anyway, serious fucked up. It's really fucked up. So then that so then that happens. They finish. And then the lady's lying there and she's like, oh, well, for a few pennies more, you can watch me and her. And Bonnet's like, that one won't be enjoying herself today. And she's like, OK, well, I'll collect my money then. And she's like, then, but send for me again when it suits you. So clearly this is like an arrangement like this. She's okay. familiar. She gets called to him or whatever. Right. And he's like, well, at least she's, like, she's, I guess, kind of willing. She's getting paid for it. Um, and then Bonnet's like, I'll fetch your coin, but don't let her out of your sight. And so then he leaves. Brie, Brie immediately goes up to her and is like, do you know where we are? And she's like, this place, it's called um, uh, Oak or Oak or Coke. I think I said it wrong, but Oak or Coke. And then Bree's like, do you know Mr. Bonnet well? And then she says, yes, he sends for me when the fancy takes him. He brings me out on the boat with him. He's fond of breakfast in bed, if you take my meaning. Fuck yeah! That ruined English breakfast. Nope. Yeah, Only, Only Jamie's allowed English breakfast. Nope. Yeah, not nope. this dude. Okay. Nope. Only Jamie is allowed, and it's Claire's English breakfast, and we're not. Nope, nope, nope. Um... And then he goes, this but it's not I've, a fun episode. And then she, he, she says, but I've never known him to have two girls together or to be wanting someone to watch while he's at his pleasure. Was it to your Ew. liking? Ew. And Bree's like, out of 10, don't like it like here. The, and Bree's like, you don't understand. You don't understand. He's holding me against my will. And then she's like, yeah. well, whoever you are, he takes what he wants. So you better not cross him. And Bree's like, what's okay. your name? Well, that's not helpful, my lady. Right. And she's like, and Bree's like, what's your name? And she's like, they call me Epi. And she's like, Epi, I have to get away That's from here. That's a cute name. It does remind me of EpiPen. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> oh, it does a little. Okay. Well, yeah, now that you said it, it is a little like EpiPen. It was cute until now I think of anaphylaxic shock. <laughs> EpiPen. Um, an advanced needle, um, but single use. Um, and so. Use it multiple times if you need to. I just did first date. You see, you're not supposed to, but if someone's going to die, try it again hope there's a little bit more in there yeah um and then um yeah they call me epi and she's like epi i have to get away from here and he's like chances are he'll tire of you in a few days and she's like no it's it's she's like no it's it's not that that's not what he wants for me and she's like is it money and she's like no and then epi's like he means to ransom you i've never known scruples to interfere with the man's appetite and then Bree's like, here, if I, so she takes her wedding ring off and gives it to her and is like, and, you know, if I give this to you, will you help me? And Epi's like, help, you know, help you with what? And she says, get word to my husband. Um, she's like, his name is Roger McKenzie. He's in Wilmington, as is my father, James Fraser. You need to tell them where I am. 
And then Epi's like, rich your family then, aren't they? And she's like, oh yeah, very, very rich. I mean, she has a very wealthy aunt who would probably like pay Epi anything. So, you know. Help you out, lady. Help you out, woman to woman. So then Epi's like, I'd like to help you, but oh, but Bonnet's a fair man as long as your interests run with his. If it doesn't, there won't be no warning. One, one moment, whiskey and song. The next, you're breathing blood. If you're still breathing at all, mind your tongue and all will be well. And she's like, I'm begging you, woman to woman. And then Bonnet walks in with the money. And so Bree, like, backs away. He pays the lady. They leave. And Bree's like, fuck. Like, she's like. That was my chance. She's like, that was my chance. And like, oh. So now we're back in Wilmington. And we see Roger and Jamie. And they have our fucking friend. Philip Wiley, all over Claire, dude. Just all the creeper creepies are in this episode. This is not a fun episode. So Wiley's there and Roger has Wiley slammed up against the wall and Jamie's leaning right beside him, like observing. Um, And he's like, Mr. Wiley. And Wiley's like, what is the meaning of this? Um, Why are you accosting me in the street? Roger's like, like, tell us where Bonnet is. And Jamie says, you said he'd come to us, but he didn't. Did you give us up? Did you tell him it was me? And Wiley's like, no, I swear. I don't know where he is. He keeps his goods at my landing. And all I did was arrange for him to meet you there. And Roger's like, he has my wife. And then Jamie's like, where's his ship? When does he make birth? And Wiley's like, I don't know. And if I did, I'd tell you. He's made my life a misery, threatening me with blackmail over business he draws profit from. Please. Yeah, we don't really feel sorry for you there, dude. Um, And then Jamie gives You made Roger, your bed, you lie, no, lie in it. So then Jamie gives Roger his knife, and Roger's now holding it. He's like, go on. You're go gonna on. die. And so then, then, then Wiley's like, there's a brothel he frequents, Mistress Sylvie's. He and I have had meetings there in the past. I'm sure you'll find someone there who knows Bonnet. Um, He's a creature of habit. And then Jamie's like, then make yourself scarce, Mr. Wiley. And he's like, without a shadow of a doubt. Smart man. And well, then he, not, but. And then he lets him. That moment. And then he lets him go and he like runs off. And like Ian was kind of there standing watch. So then he comes over. And then Jamie says, you two stay. So he's talking to Ian and Roger. He's like, you two stay in the tavern in case Bonnet or, her men come lo- or his men come looking for us. Um, I don't know what he might do. And then he says, Claire and I will go and Claire and I will pay Mistress Sylvia visit. Um, so now we're at River Run with Jocasta. Hey. Brittany is like hiding in her shirt right now. She's just I am. Like, I'm making a safe space because this not episode like is here. not safe. Do not like it here. Um, no, it's creepy and weird. I don't like it at all. Not like it. So then um, and then so now we're at River Run. Okay. And we can see Jocasta is probably in her parlor area, her front room, sitting That's there in Ulysses' word. parlor. parlor. And, um, and so then um, Ulysses and uh, her husband now. She just sounds like parlor, parlor is like where, like, I don't know, like, if you went, if I, if someone was taking me to a parlor, I think it would be like, I don't know, like games or something. Well, yeah, there's like the hair parlor. But like, I think that there would be a purpose beyond a sitting room. Well, that's probably where the word came from, too. Like, the parlor. Like, the entertaining area. You oh, know? I guess. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, no, I don't know. I would have to go look it up. I don't know. I don't the root know. of it. I'm not bougie enough to know what the hell those people You ain't bougie? Um, okay, so they're there, and they're, like, preparing clearly for Forbes' Forbes' arrival. Um, and he's, like, you know, Jocasta's being a little ornery with uh, 
them. He's like, she's like, they're like, oh, do we want to bring in these sandwiches? And she's like, this is business, not pleasure. We can eat afterwards. And he was, he's like, very good, mistress. And Duncan's like, there, putting like a pillow behind her back. And she's like, I'm not an invalid. <laughs> and he's like, but you've been suffering with your headaches of late. And she's like, I've been looking forward to this. And then he's like, Speaking he's like, to a lawyer, that's a rarity. Well, and he says, you have my, you have my blessing to do with as you wish, my dear. Um, oh, good husband. And then, and then Ulysses is, and so then Forbes arrives and Ulysses announces him and Duncan's like, I'll leave you to it then. And he exits. And then Ulysses is like, I'll see that you're not disturbed. And then he exits. And so then Forbes sits down and it's just the two of them in the room and he's fully doing the whole, like, he knows she's blind. So he's like slouching in the chair looking Ugh. around bored so disrespectful exactly right he's doing all of that and he's like what can i do for you and jocasta says my nephew jamie visited us not so long ago with happy news from the ridge my great nephew ian has returned from the mohawk and he's like oh really how interesting he's and he's like looking around at paintings like what is it that he can take that's uh, oh yeah he's 20%. River run. yeah exactly so then um, and Jocasta's like, and Marsley had another bairn, a wee girl. And he's like, oh, yes, that's lovely. And Jocasta's like, so I was thinking, we're very comfortable, Mr. Innes and I, and we will be for the rest of our days. We didn't want for much. We kind of take it with us when we, uh... and he's like, you can't take what with you? And she's like, our earthly belongings, Mr. Forbes. I want you to help me bestow some gifts upon my family. Ooh. He's, like, he's like, gifts? What gifts? I'm like, uh-oh. And then she's like, my fortune. And he clearly doesn't like that. That's uh, his fortune. Right? In his eyes, he's like, uh-uh. Okay, so now we cut to, we are, uh, so Jamie and Claire are, like, walking through the streets looking for Mistress Sylvie's, this, like, brothel place. Okay. And then they see it, so they enter, and they walk in together, and mm -hmm. all the ladies are staring at this couple that walked in, and this woman comes up, being Mistress Sylvie, and she's like, can I help you? And Jamie's like, good afternoon. And the woman's like unusual to have a husband and wife visit but not unheard of mabel wouldn't mind being partial to women <laughs> and jamie's, mean... jamie's face is like huh and claire's like no we're not here for that yeah. <laughs> um and then she's like no we're not here for that um we would like to speak to your ladies urgently um and she's like That'll be 10 shillings for the inconvenience. And Claire is like so irritated by this being like, yeah, she's just like, and what price would you put on a girl's life? And the, Ten the, woman, <laughs> the woman's like, the woman's like, are you threatening me? And Jamie's like, Carol. And Claire's <laughs> like, no, we're looking for someone. And we have reason to believe that you or some of your ladies might know where he is. We're looking for a man named Stephen Bonnet. And quite a few girls are like, Ooh. and then we can, and then we can see who's sitting in the room. Our friend Iggy? Epi. Oh yeah, Iggy. Epi. Is that her name now, Iggy? Oh no, I forgot. <laughs> Iggy Pop. Iggy Pop. No, should we just call her Pen? She's Pen. There we go. Epi oh, Pen. that's really cute too. Hey, Pen. Pen. There's Pen. Yeah, our girl Pen. Our girl Penny's sitting there. And Wait, some... is that the Bridgerton? Yes, girl? Penelope. Pe Penelope Featherington. Penelope, right? Penelope Featherington. Pen. Hey, Pen. Um, I feel like it's her and Colin. This season I'm yeah i think excited. it is season three is gonna be them i'm really excited but part of me feels like we got robbed with anthony and kate stuff like we only got Same. like them together episode, like the a, like a 20 minutes I of know. an episode like not even i know we got and like the sister i'm sorry i think they dragged that out too much i think we needed to 
like yes. pivot to Anthony and Kate like a little bit more so we could actually get them together because like we didn't even get their wedding I know they I thought like the fake wedding it. was gonna be their re- wedding like they would just switch out no nope, they dragged that shit out I know I was like man shit. we don't get them together like hardly at all I, Rob, Rob, I heard though they're they're supposed to show up in season three so yeah, I, I would imagine that they'll have a so bigger beautiful. It's ridiculous, too. man. Is that a that a? I remember her from Sex Education too. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we're back at River Run, and so Jocasta's like, um, "You'll find a paper and writing implements on the table," and he's like, "Wonderful." So he goes to sit down to start writing down what she's saying, and she's like, "Now, Marsley and Fergus, I'd like to give them one hundred pounds," and he's like, "Generous," and you're a uh, certain that mr innes is amenable to this Ugh. and joe cast is like bastard and i was like it's her money money i mean yeah. her money that came from her husband but also she's been running shit and that money came from gold Slavery. that he stole mm-hmm. came from gold yeah. that he stole, he stole. But it's the reason her child is dead shit <laughs> man so i feel like she can kind of give it Get up as she's something out of it pay it forward so then um and she's like um uh, but, but what does she say? He is indeed amenable. The way they both say amenable in their Scottish accents. He's like, she's like, isn't it amenable? I think it is amenable. Okay. I was like, Maybe I'm just saying it wrong. Is he amenable? Amenable? I think, I don't know. Honestly, okay. cold brain. <laughs> Scottish accents, it comes out different. <laughs> amenable. They are amenable. Amenable. Aluminum, aluminium. aluminium I don't aluminium. know. Aluminium. Aluminium. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what um, that is aluminum i know where that is right um okay so then um you know and he's like oh you're fortunate to have such a you know good match to you know to have found such a good match and then jocasta's like and 50 pounds for their son germain and of course for Joni, 20 for the wee one and perhaps 20 more for luck and forbes is like (laughs) like absolutely (laughs) outraged and so then he's like writing and he's like uh, and she's like are you recording this and he's like of course every word and then she's like do stop me if i go too quickly he's like oh not at all and then she says young ian bless him something to get him on his feet a hundred no two hundred pounds he's like well <laughs> that is astonishingly kind you hardly know the lad and he's been living with the indians Ugh. oh and, and he's racist that's fun oh yeah and right and we he's got racist. a wolf hi wolf you find your way in did you hear that we were talking i was gonna ask about rollo and you said you have to remember your actual wolf yes your actual wolf and then um well, 200 Jocasta's pounds like, he could buy buy a whole bunch of rollos right sled team and then jocasta is like nevertheless he is kin and then forbes says was it not enough to bequeath your property to young jeremiah mckenzie oh you're de-, and he goes you're diminishing from his inheritance and then mm. Jocasta says, "Tis better to give than to receive." Um, and then she says, "Brianna and Roger, I'm hoping to give them a sizable sum, perhaps a thousand pounds." And Forbes stops and he goes, "Well, there we are. Miss Brianna and her husband will be quite comfortable as well." And Jocasta's like, "Gerald, I had hoped it would be you she chose." But tis all water under the bridge by now. And he's like, I. Maybe for you, darling. <laughs> he seems to be holding on to a grudge. Oh, right. And he's like, I. And then she goes, oh, we mustn't forget young Lizzie. And he's like, the servant? And she's, <gasps> she's a blast. Too. Jesus. Right? This guy's just hitting all of the, the worst boxes. 
Um, I'm trying to figure out how much is pounds. What what century am I in? Wouldn't it? What's here? It's it's like seventeen seventy ish. Seventeen seventy. Seventeen seventy, seventeen seventy one, maybe. Pound worth today. I gotta figure out. I'm like, how I much? Know I know that it's sterling. a lot, but I don't know if it's British. I don't know. I don't know if it's. I guess it would be the British pound. I don't really know. I would guess they would be using because they're not. They're still under colonial rule. Yeah. I don't know, but you keep talking. I just wanted to figure this out. How um, much? But basically, um, you know, you know, she's a poor, sweet, sweet lass. You know, she says twenty five pounds, and then Forbes goes no, and she's like no, whatever is the matter, Mister Forbes? And then he goes, you can't give away my money, and she goes your money. He's so he's snapped a little. What? A hundred pounds in 1770 is equivalent in purchasing power to about 21,000 today. Shit balls. Wow. She got money. Oh, that's money, money. That was a hundred pounds? A hundred pounds in 1770 is equal yeah, like to 21,000, but pounds too, pounds, not dollars. hundred pounds, pounds is 21,557 pounds. So I Oh, don't today. Much- yeah, 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 yeah. Damn. Yeah. That's so hence why when she said a thousand pounds, that's like <laughs> that's a lot. A lot of money. And well, that's get... like two hundred and ten thousand pounds today. Excuse me, everybody. That's not um, nothing. So, so hence why he's just like he snaps now and he goes, you know, and then at that point, when he says when she says she's gonna give twenty five pounds to Lizzie, she goes, he goes, no. And she's like, no. Whatever's the matter, Mr. Forbes? And he's like, you can't give away my money. She's like, like, your money? And he walks over to her and he's like, you've left me no choice. You've robbed me of my dignity. Ew. And then at this point, at this point, this fucker grabs a pillow and starts smothering her. And as he's saying, I would have been a good husband to your Brianna. You won't rob me of my share and your, you won't Honestly, rob me of my share and your fortune. And he's like, you were like, you were messing around now. with like the incel vibes. Cause that's big I wasn't kidding. incel vibes. I wasn't kidding when I said that. Okay. So I put it into Canadian dollars. So 21, 21,555 pounds sterling today is worth 30. Just over thirty four thousand Canadian dollars. That's a hundred pounds back then. Damn, she had lots of money. She was just, she was just giving that away to like all of them, and then friggin' and then I love it's like Marsley and 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 they get a hundred. Ian gets two hundred. Roger and Bree get a thousand. Thousand. (laughs) Twenty five to Lizzie. I don't know. Doesn't sound like she's leaving anything to Jamie and Claire, but. They're good. They already well, have they got like, the whole rich. They're, they're good. That's maybe what she figures. Yeah. But um, yeah, so he starts um suffocating her and she's like trying to struggle and then she's trying to stop struggling. All of a sudden we see this man come out of nowhere and come up behind him and choke hold him and it's Ulysses. Ulysses <gasps> comes yes, in get and grabbed him and he's like choking him and murder, then just murder, snaps murder. his neck and he's yes. done snaps his neck like a chicken ulysses is is great goodbye billy boyd um and so then he goes up and jocasta's like lying on the she's slumped over on the couch like unconscious and he's like mistress mistress trying to wake her and then he says jocasta and then she like opens her eyes and they're like oh my god and then she like grabs his hand i knew she wasn't gonna die goodness 
Oh my goodness. Okay, so now we cut to we're back at the brothel. Um and we can see Okay, well Claire. that dude's taken care of. Good job, Ulysses. So that guy Ulysses. Is done. Ulysses. Ulysses. There's so that's a lot of vowels for my poor brain. It's <laughs> a lot of S's. Ulysses. 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 The you you hey you. Um, you 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 did good job. You did a good job. Um, and so now we're back at the brothel, and Claire has found our friend Pen. Okay. Found our friend Pen. Hi, Pen. And, and says, "We and, meet again." And, and Pen's sitting there, and she's like, "Never heard of him." And then she <laughs> she gets up and starts walking, and she's got like this limp. And Claire looks at her right away, and she's like, "Your hip." And, and what did, she says, "Anasomelia." And she's like, the girl's like, what did you call me? And she's like, sounds like Latin. <laughs> like, I didn't call you anything. I merely identified what's causing the pain in your hip and your back and the pain that's shooting down your leg from time to time. And she's like, how did you? Are Which? You she goes, are you a conjurer woman? <laughs> God, if she had a nickel for every time that was <laughs> And she goes, no, I'm a healer. And I can tell you're in a great deal of pain. Let me help you. She's like, here, turn around. And she takes her, like, you know, sort of dressing gown off. And so she's like, here, hold on to the chair. And she's, like, standing behind her, like, looking at her hips, feeling things. I'm like, surgeon, chiropractor, all of the, th- all all of the, the things. things. Checking her hips. And she goes, she goes, did you know that your legs are uneven? Your left leg, well, it's, lo- it's longer than your right. Um, and so then she grabs the stack of, like, cards. And she goes... She goes, lift your right heel as I adjust it. And so she starts to put the cards under the heel. And then she's like, there. So she has a stack of cards. And she's like, any half-decent cobbler should be able to make you a lift about this thickness to put in your shoes. Mm. Um, it should greatly reduce your pain. Perhaps even in time, it will completely disappear. And Penn's like, I'm not so popular as to have spare money going for fancy shoes. And Claire's like, I'd happy, I'd be happy to make a contribution and like takes out her coin purse. Um, and then uh, Penn's like, why? And then Claire's like, because when someone's in need, in need and you can help, then you help. And then she, oh, and then Claire. she says, please. You decent folk. Right. And then she says, please, Stephen Bonnet took my daughter. She has a husband and a small child and I need to bring her home. And Penn says, if he ever learned it was me, he'd slit my throat. And Claire says, he will never find out. And so Penn goes, you'll need a boat. <laughs> go, girl, go. You've got need it. a boat. So then we cut to, it's now Jamie and Claire. They must be in some sort of off corner room in the tavern, either in a tavern or like they're in a, in a room somewhere. There's not like a bunch of people. And so then, hi, Wolfie. Hello. Blue's just chilling on the couch. White little wolfie. Um, and then, and then, so it's like, you know, Amy, uh, Amy Jesus, crikey. <laughs> You're Ian, as bad as me. <laughs> Ian and Jamie just linked into my head. So Ian comes in and he's like, I found a boat from a fisherman. And like Jamie and Claire are like packing weapons and like getting ready and all the kind of stuff. And Jamie's like, very good. Let's go. And Claire's like, what did you pay him with? And Ian's like, I didn't, I didn't need money, Auntie. He gladly took Mr. Malcolm's new clothes in return. <laughs> so he's like, oh, okay. So then now we're back 
with bonnet and all that shit and so now he's fully like okay done i tried playing this guy i tried playing nice for five whole seconds and it didn't go my way so i'm gonna go i was trying to manipulate and gaslight you and threaten you exactly (laughs) and so dare you did not give me what i want so my true form is coming out so he's now got her she has her dress on but she's like in her corset and then she he has her like her hands are now tied behind her back and he like pulls her out and he's like, come meet Captain Howard, sweetheart. And so Who the there's hell this, is Captain Howard? You will find out. So there's, there's this man sitting there. And then Bree's like, please, sir, I'm being held against my will. And then she's like, my husband and, and my father. And then Bonnet twists her arm. And she's like, ah, and she stops talking. And Captain Howard goes, of course you are. I wouldn't be here to make a purchase if you were here voluntarily. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. There's two of them. What is happening over here? Fucking fuck. So, you know, fuck. he's going to be a customer and he's going to great purchase great. her from Bonnet. Great. great. Well, you're just a lovely human. So then it's really gross. And then he's like, he's like smelling her and looking Ew. her over. It's so gross. <laughs> oh, uh, examining her feet, her teeth, all the kind of stuff. And weird. he wants, he wants to see how good her teeth are and she won't open her mouth. So then Bonnet gets her to open her mouth and then she fucking bites the guy and the guy. Good. Like, and the guy's like, the guy's like, oh, wild bitch. And he goes to hit her and Bonnet stops him and says, Captain, she's not yours yet, is she? Ew. Uh, and then, I don't know what's worse. And then um, the captain's like, mine or not, someone should teach her some manners. I admit, I don't I often shy away from it. Inside, Zozo. I love you, but if I know the door's you open. You go outside, but then the floor but is lava and you don't come in. Yeah, and then you bark. Oh, she's sad. I'm sorry, Zozo. I'm so I'm sorry I don't know if you want to go outside but then if it's not outside let's listen let's listen to Brittany talk to her dogs because Zoe does this thing where if she walks over the kitchen floor to go out she won't walk over the kitchen floor to come back in no the floor is lava Brittany has to go outside around the house to bring her in around the front door She's so much work. And then there's Blue. Blue just like opens the door himself, himself. lets himself yep. back in. Self-sufficient, that one. <laughs> so self-sufficient. But yeah, so basically it's gross. He refers to her as a mayor. It's blah, 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 blah. So Ew. he says, he says, I'll pay six pounds. I don't even like people talking about horses like that. Right? So then he says he'll pay six pounds for her. And six Bonnet's pounds? Like, and then Bonnet's like, we're old friends. You can take her for six. She's nothing but property. She's not worth more than that. Oh, my God. I really he's... hope someone kills you soon. So then he's like, okay, we're agreed. We agreed. He's like, yeah, she's yours as soon as I see the money. And the, cat, the captain's like, all right, follow me to my boat. Manny holds the purse. And Bonnet's like, very well. Um, you know, let's have a drink. You've earned it. I hope and... both of them get killed, actually. And then – and then – Bree sort of gives him one last, like she tries one more time. She's like, please, please don't do this. I can't be parted from Jemmy. And he's like, don't worry, I'll take care of him. So now the next scene, they're on the beach. So he, or they're like coming towards the shore to get to the small boat, to get to the, the ship that's docked out there. Right. And so they're coming out, they're walking down the dunes. Um, and the, the captain's men are standing there. And the one guy that has his coin purse, Manny is standing there and he walks over. He's like, Manny, my purse. And they're walking over. And then all of a sudden we hear like this gunshot and poor Manny (gasps) is the sucker that gets hit. (laughs) And we look, and we look over and we see Ian and Roger, Jamie and Claire. And we can see that Jamie's the one that's just fired off a shot. And then Claire's like, Brie and all four of them are running over now. So 
And so then when that happens, they're all running over. They're like, Bree, Bree. And so then, um, so then Bree starts running. So Bree starts running towards them and her hands are bound. And then Bonnet then chases after her and like tackles her to like stop her from running. But then he looks up and sees like Jamie and Claire and Roger and Ian are right there. So then this chicken shit gets up and starts running the other way. Of course, you cowardly piece of crap. So then he starts running the other way. And then they sort of run up. And then Jamie, we see that um, Jamie and Claire get to Bree and they stop at Bree and and Jamie ducks down and he's like, you're safe. And she's like nodding and she's like, she's like, okay, okay. And then we can see Roger keeps going. Roger's chasing after Bonnet. <laughs> Predator mode so activated. Ro- Roger's chasing Bonnet. Jamie and Claire are like with with Brie. Yeah, um, and Claire's captured by that other Claire's creepy like, creep. And, you know, and Claire's like hugging her. And then we can see Ian's pointing the gun at Captain Howard or Howard, whatever. Good boy. And then him, Captain's Ian. like puts his hands up and he's like, we'll take our leave then. And he's like, to the boat, lad. Let's go. And they start running away. And he's like, no, oh, I feel lad, like you should kill him anyway. You're right. Um, and so then buy someone else. And so then Jamie is watching on as he's watching Roger and let, you know, and lets him do it. And then Roger catches up to Bonnet and tackles him and they're like rolling down the dunes and Bonnet's not a great fighter as scary and as menacing as he is. No, Roger beats the shit out of him real quick. And he knocks him out as Jamie watches. So then now the next scene, we can say Bonnet's tied up. And he's like lying on his side. I swear to crap, if they don't kill this man by the end of this episode, I'm going to lose my absolute shit. going to flip a table. I will. Um, and then. Um, Actually, I won't. I would scare my dogs. We could, And then we can see like they're all sort of standing in front of him. So Bree's standing there and Jamie and Claire and Roger and Ian are standing behind her. And he's lying down. And then Roger says, do you think his men will come for him? Jamie's like, not if they have any sense. They'll be rid of him soon enough. They'll have they'll have a ship and their freedom, and we saved them a bother of a mutiny. Jamie grabs the little canteen of water that Ian has and sort of like throws it down by Bonnet's face so that there's a little bit of water dribbling out. And he goes, he goes, you can have a drop for your soul. And then the Bonnet's like tied up and he's like licking, trying to get a little bit of water with his tongue or whatever. And Jamie's like, yeah, yeah, go crawl for it. And then he bends down to him and he says, know that whatever happens, the last face you'll see on this earth will not be that of a friend. And then Bree's looking down and she says, I want to take him to Wilmington. I want him to be judged according to the law. And, and then Claire says, but can you trust them? His dealings have bought him a lot of influence in, in Wilmington. And then Roger says, try on. This bastard may have influence with businessmen and landowners, but surely Governor Tryon outdoes them all, even from New York. And Jamie says, aye. And Tryon still owes us a debt for his mistake at Alamance. Are you seriously not going to kill this man? Are Um, you out of your goddamn minds? And then he says, he'll see him condemned. That I'm sure of. So like, no, 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 we're going to do this. We're going to do this the proper way. Um, Yeah, that works out so well. Just wait. So now the next scene, clearly some time has passed. So we're now in Wilmington um, and we're sort of on like the shoreline and we can see these like men are standing there reading this book. And this guy's like, this guy's like, Stephen Bonnet, known pirate and smuggler was tried this morning before the Wilmington Committee of Safety. Oh, okay. Um, 
Um, and when testimony of his crimes has having been presented by a number of persons, um, or sorry, and upon testimony of his crimes having been presented by a number of persons was convicted of them and sentenced to death by drowning. So we can see he's out in the water, um, chained to like a post oh, that's okay. there. And so obviously they're at a place where the tide is going to come in and rise. And, oh, right? okay. That's, and he's terrified so, of the ocean. Oh, this is kind of. So, so he's, so he, so, you know, he's like sentenced to death by drowning. And so then we can see bonnets out there. He's tied up. Um, he, you can see he's panicking a little bit. We can see that time's passing as the day's going on. There were people, there were some random people standing there watching that are deciding to leave. You can see the water level rising slowly over time. Okay, that's terrifying. Right? <laughs> Holy and shit. They, okay. They it's a slow anxiety inducing death, right? Yeah. <laughs> Especially for a dude that has absolute nightmares with the sea taking him. And so then all of a sudden he's looking and then we the camera has a close up on Bonnet's face and we can see Bonnet looks up like he recognizes something on the shore and he's sort of like has a look and it's I don't know if it's a look of recognition of fear of panic and then all of a sudden it's like boom and you can see he's got a bullet hole in his head and just done and then the camera goes to the goes to the shore and Bree's standing there with her rifle aimed the like, marksman okay, right? yeah so then she wasn't so then taking she, no chance. Good job, Brie. Then she puts it down and she starts to walk away. And Roger stops her and goes, Brie, and looks at her and goes, was that mercy or was it to make sure that he's dead? And she doesn't answer and she just keeps walking away. And then the episode ends. So it's one of those things where it was like, maybe it was a bit of both. Maybe she knew he had a fear of water and this was cleaner. Maybe she wanted to just do it. Or, who knows? They don't really answer it, but it's one of those. And Bonnet is gone. And Good. End of episode. Good. Well, Bonnet. We well, we shitty got to get there, but we got there. Blah, 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 blah. So that's that episode. I don't know. Thoughts. I feel like we know your thoughts. I'm sure. Positive no. side. Bonnet's gone. Bonnet is gone. is gone. Yep. Um, Jocasta has our, a nice husband, and and uh, lots of our fam on the ridge are getting some money when uh, yeah. when Jocasta if if Jocasta passes away when that time comes. That's cute and sweet. Other than that, or not she? even that. I think she's like gifting it to them. It's not yeah, even she's, she's waiting them for them to die. It's not even like when I die. It's like no, I'm giving this now. Yeah, to um, get started. Like why, you know? Yeah, and I gotta hold on to it. I'm not using it, so why not let someone um, else? But yeah, so that's that episode. Thoughts? Where? Where do you think? Like, well, what are your I thoughts on the episode with how it ended? Are you satisfied with Bonnet's conclusion? Well, I'm glad that there's no possibility that there's he's no still doubt alive. That he could come back. Yeah, because like if you just that was pretty conclusive. That was a brain shot. Like that. Yeah. He's- because there could have been questions if you just let him drown because you're like oh maybe unless you stand there and watch him as the yeah. as, and then c- count for five minutes to go by to make sure yeah. he's underwater and then the like go time. scuba dive and go see his body because i don't know maybe there's somebody under there with a tank i don't know <laughs> <laughs> these people are sketchy as shit someone t- someone time traveled with an yeah. air tank and made it happen yeah i don't know what the hell's going in on over here well, he's um, gone. So, yeah. so thoughts, do you have thoughts? Now? So there's two episodes left. 
now I don't know this season now you're now you're in so all the stuff you thought was gonna happen of like this happening with Murta and yeah. the bonus stuff it's happened so now do you have any I don't know do you have any we're still not in or predictions of like are we what's... close enough for the revolution when does eh, no it's still off? no it's still too soon it's ah shit then um still building we're still a few years out what the hell is gonna happen I don't know or don't, we're like I... I think we're still like maybe just under I think we're still like under a year out from even the Boston Tea Party happening, like oh, maybe okay, six yeah, months so away, not... but it's still, we still have some time to go. Okay, so what the hell is going to happen? I don't know. Okay. What's so left gonna... untouched? I don't know. I don't know. There's definitely characters we've met this season that who knows if we're done with them or, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I love that you don't know what could happen in the last two episodes. No, because like, I'm like trying to think, I'm like, what's like, gonna lead to the next but is so you need something that's gonna leave on a big enough cliffhanger but you only have two episodes to play with it Hmm. i don't know i don't know i don't know then again then again and and i mean you've already been warned that the last episode is a doozy yeah and you got so you're like what could happen it's not bonnet it's not bonnet so that means another big bag gets Hmm. brought in who would it be he's like oh no uh oh. Oh no. Well, we'll see what happens in the in the next two, you know? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, all right. Where is sorry if you hear my animal barking. Someone's getting home. Um where it, so we're in the house. Where is everyone? Let's start with the obvious, like I mean, Bonnet and and Forbes are they've both been dispatched. So I don't even know if we need to have them anywhere. Are they just like burning in hell? Like, is that? Yes, yes, yes. That's they what's are. happening. Yeah, but uh, not in the fun part of hell that has like the people that are just sent there because. But like the real hell, like the hell for the people that did need to go to hell that just did awful, awful, awful yeah. things to humans. Um, and then. Like, not the gays and the atheist hell, but, like, the actual hell. <laughs> because that isn't a hell that exists. Oh, my God. You just went in a weird... No, like, the hell reserved for people who, like, sexually assault so, and, yeah. murder like, people. murder... And sell like, humans and, like, you and, know... And, like, murder people not the way that Jamie's had to kill a dude, but, no. like... But, like, you know, fun. <laughs> like, just yeah. do it because they can, you know? But, um, okay, and then in terms of the house, not everyone was in this episode, so let's stick no. with who we had in the episode. But I want to which... bring, yeah, I think Lizzie, I think she needs to help. I feel like. Okay, yeah, because like Penn... Lizzie, Fergus, Marsley, all of them like weren't in this episode. Okay, but, but I feel like Penn needs to like come and like, she probably has some trauma because like she dealt with the bonnet as a client. for Like, I feel like there's some shit that's happened mm-hmm. so like let's have lizzie like her and lizzie just like talk out if they need something. and then maybe claire can give her some penicillin just yeah sure just she, in case just in case well in the book they god ian's a little bit of a creep naughtier boy not a creep but he's a bit of oh. a naughtier boy in the book and um i was gonna say better not be a creep he, I like, he like he like i think he like gets with some of the ladies and <gasps> and then claire's like 
there's an effing syphilis outbreak. Like now I gotta get you know, she's like, dude, I STIs, give what are you doing? Like what auntie? And he, she's like, now I gotta shove a needle in your butt. Like this is your own fault, Ian. This is your own fault. Keep it in your pants, Ian. <laughs> Good Lord. We're, like if it's not safe, don't do it. Oh my goodness. Um, but okay, so she's like hanging out with Lizzie and Claire's sure, yeah. giving her some antibiotic or penicillin just in case. Just, just in case. You know, we just want to be feeling safe. better. Um, yeah. Okay. Sexual so health is important. Vital. Yes. So yeah. So she can come, and maybe, maybe like all the ladies need to come get some penicillin. I feel like you know what? I'm just gonna give Claire like a bunch of needles and penicillin because this is my see horse. Doctor Claire. She's yeah. Gonna, yeah. She's gonna give them a she's gonna, yeah. You guys, just because you're in that line of work, you deserve some medical care. So let's give them all penicillin here. and some medical care because maybe they got some other aches and pains that they need some help with and maybe it's just a little shoe lift that claire can kind of advise them on they probably haven't seen a doctor and they need one so let's do that let's have a little fix yeah let's have a little clinic day for claire i feel like jamie can be helping her because he probably doesn't want to let her out of her sights right now Because you know she was bumped on the head, she has a concussion. So yeah, man, like oh yeah, sure we she doesn't about have that. a brain bleed here. Never, like, well, I, I mean, Brie too, but like, yeah, but it was just, and it's just like, yeah, okay, head traumas are just not yep. a thing apparently. Um, and then where who else? So like Brie, Roger, Ian. I think Roger needs to. I'm gonna in my house. I'm just gonna have a version of Moby Dick, and I feel like Brie needs to just be cuddling. Jamie and Roger just read them nicely. No fucking singing. Put the guitar just, down, my just man. Read some Moby Dick. Just read some Moby Dick to your girl. Don't you dare sing Clementine. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we've got Joe Casta and Ulysses. Oh, Ulysses just Ulysses, a dude, you, so. but yeah, like you, you props. Like you did okay. Don't worry. You're not going to the bad part of hell. You're you're good. You're safe, my friend. That was justified. That dude was a dick. Jamie and Claire are going to have to help him hide the body. Yeah, we, we can do that. We're experts at that. We got you. And hide bodies. So I feel like, what, what, could, what, is, what is he probably? He probably, you know, maybe. Are they just staying at River Run instead of coming to the ridge and just hanging yeah, out? Yeah, does or? they want to come to the ridge? Or they're like pretty like chill. So I feel like Jacosta and him maybe just need to like have a tea and be like, holy shit. <laughs> You almost died and I killed someone. <laughs> what a day, huh? Well, this has been a lot. Oh my God. Duncan, Duncan Innes walks in and be like, what's what happened? Nothing, I was gone for love. 10 minutes. Nothing, my love. Don't worry about it. Um, don't look under the sheet. <laughs> don't. You see nothing. It's fine. It's we may fine. need a new lawyer. <laughs> don't ask questions. Totally fine. And then, yeah, so that's where Bree and everyone is. And then Jamie and Claire... Where's what's They're, Ian doing? What's Ian doing? Oh yeah, what's Ian doing? Is Ian hanging out with with Penn and Lizzie? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, 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 because you just already got syphilis, and we're trying to cure her. <laughs> I love how okay? this is from the book. This isn't you that guys can't pass that your. Didn't, that didn't happen in the show. Yeah, but, but you have like to. Yeah, but you have to let the full course of antibiotics go, or else you're just going to pass the syphilis back and forth, back and forth, and then it's going to become <laughs> antibiotic resistant, and our penicillin won't work. So no, Ian, get away. You and Seamus go. I don't know. Go hunting or something. Go hunting. Shit. Go do some things. Yeah. Go take Rolo. Go on a big, nice hike. Right. Let the ladies chill. Yeah. Um, and then, sorry, everyone. And then uh, Jamie and Claire. What are they? They're running the clinic. 
Oh yeah, Thank Claire's you. busy writing her confession. And Jamie's making sure that, that she doesn't have a confession. <laughs> yes. And and then she's periodically checking on Bree to make sure she's sure. good. Which is there's no funny business because people either have syphilis or they're concussed. So everybody just hit like Jamie and Claire, you're not allowed to have any funny. <laughs> no. Business. What if you bang her head on a headboard? Gave everyone syphilis. That's not in the show. I'm just making that so clear. Okay. <laughs> Well, it's canon now. But Brittany just decided that that's what's happening. (laughs) Oh, Lord. All right. Well, this one wasn't too wonky, considering how we're both fighting colds or something. Excuse me. Guys, I'm so sorry. That was so rude of me. I'm tired. Excuse me, me, yacht, too. Pardon me. It's it's Friday night. It's like 9 p.m., it's been, a, it's been a, a long week. Oh my goodness. It's been a week. It's been a week. Um okay. Well, thank you so much, everyone, for listening. We're almost thank you. We're almost there. We're two episodes. We're almost at the finale. Holy boy. Um and season five is flying by, my goodness. It is. Um, so enjoy. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Have a great day, evening, afternoon, morning morning wherever it is Hopefully midnight maybe and and twilight have a lovely, have a lovely twilight. twilight and you know and then if you're some of you may have seen me post on our instagram stories a while ago because this is in the past and i'm talking to you in the future so it's a confusing but timeline. it's a confusing timeline but you know like if you're looking for a book to read sam's book waypoints is out so stacy has multiple copies if anyone oh <laughs> i don't even want to tell you never pre-order shit never do it it's a waste of it's time it's a scam and you never get Bullshit. the actual book and i got it to go buy it and then you have three they copies still ha- and i didn't want to pre-order it i was forced to just to get a l- tickets to a live stream it's stupid stupid <laughs> now i have another copy she, coming she that's they're taking a really long time and i got impatient the day it came out and because it hadn't even shipped yet and i went f it i went to the bookstore i do it I, all the time i can't fault I you for it and the what it was so ordering is a scam that's it was so funny when I went to I went when I went to Indigo. Um, I went and um, I went to the biography section because that's where it was said at the back, and I like couldn't see it at all. And so then I went. I'm like, okay, well, it's a new release, so maybe it'll be closer to the, the front. front. Yeah, right. And I was looking, and there they had a table that was like trending on TikTok. Did it like all the. the fantasy fit and i'm like i don't know where this would be i don't know <laughs> well, yeah, where it what is, is it? so then what finally, category do you have this under? where is it i don't know so then finally i went to the front i'm like i'm sorry i'm looking for this book they're like what's the name and i was like it's called waypoints and like by who and i'm like sam hewan wonder any like closet outlander fans <laughs> and then the lady's like looking she's like oh it's a new release it came out today and she's like mm, okay it, i was like i checked the biography section i didn't see any and she's like yeah it should be near the front because it's new it could also be in the back on some trolleys because it's brand new and then, oh they hadn't even put it out and yet. Then yeah i was like i'm eager am i your first one in here getting this book and then the and, and one of the managers ever walked by and she asked him to try to find it and she's like it's waypoints and he's like oh that's a new release today and then, <laughs> oh that's really and cute he, but then he went he went and looked and then i think he found it so it was over on this it was like over on the side but it was like 
the new like the front display section you know at yeah. indigo it's like yeah, so yeah. overwhelming to try to it find is. anything right because and, and so, they have it all like split up on like the tables and the there's shelves. the tables and it was, it was on the shelf it wasn't on the table the it was on the shelf at the front yeah. and i just i wouldn't because it's not in a certain category it's not a, yeah. you know so it's hard to tell but anyway he's like here and i was like oh thank you so much and he was like oh and how do we i was like i looked over here i just you know i i just did i just must have missed it i didn't see it and he was like looking he's like oh and look at this handles handsome gentleman on the cover How could you miss that? <laughs> i was like That's i so know cute. right and then he looks at the back because the back has a picture that i think sam took himself from his phone of Oh, from that's like on the trail and you can see like the hills and stuff and he's like oh and look at this back it's so beautiful i was like i know like <laughs> i love fun people like happy just so like funny charming people that's really cute so that's my story of buying waypoints and then i still have something that Coming is eventually some point when they figure out their shipping and can <laughs> apparently they can't send to p.o box i don't know it's i'm like at this point just send me the damn book and i'll give an extra <laughs> one for christmas to someone I'm already reading one that I went and bought. So silly. <laughs> Whatever. Um, but I'm enjoying it. Um, and we all know I'm a slow book reader. I still have 100 pages left of bees to read. But I decided I'm going to read this and then I'll go finish bees. There you then... go. It's just a palate cleanse. Palate cleanse. Palate cleanse. But I'm really, I am really enjoying it. Sam is a pretty good writer. Mm. I could never. I really couldn't. Like, it just so, like you know flourishy with the language i'm like man that never purple prose right being able to describe a, a 96 mile trek and like i'm interested i'm like i want to know what happens next <laughs> that's cool that yeah that is talent I'm like how go how how goes it um but anyway so that's my random plug um otherwise oh gosh blues just fully lying on his back legs open just chilling sprawling out put it away boy put it away look, look at this just, just no your, care in the he just like your I wieners just, out that's a weird thing with male dogs jake does that too and i'm like put it away i know it's like just my just god anyway he's like i don't need easy access for the belly rubs ugh, if you're all still listening thank you for making it this far we appreciate you yeah we you, do you can find us on social any of our social media accounts facebook twitter instagram at she's an outlander no dots no dots and as we've been saying prepare for that uh season five wrap-up when we eventually get there um feel free to gather thoughts comments questions share with us what you loved about the season what you didn't love about the season anything we love to hear it and we can read it out when we get to our feedback wrap up sorry episode um otherwise we'll see you next week for episode 11 Woo. bye, bye.